Hello, my gargantuan hobos. This is your supersized tramp, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his big old bindle stiffy podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's the May 22nd show. Today's story is all about buyer's remorse. Maybe those buyers should stop killing everyone. If you're buying this and want to tell your friend Myra about how to deal with a certain mango, you make sure to let the Myra beware. Let the Myra beware by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Myra liked to save a buck, but maybe she could have gone for the regular old spring mattress this time. Instead, she went for a cut-rate foam mattress that the guy in the van said was made of loss of memory foam. She wanted to believe it was made out of memory foam, and the type of memory foam it was made out of was called loss of. Maybe that was one of those NASA technologies like Teflon or sawdust we used to hear about back when people went places. She wanted to believe that, so she told herself that's what she heard. She had told herself she'd heard a lot of things that salesmen sort of wanted to say over the years. So at the time, she'd been pretty sure she'd gotten a steal on a new microwave oven, when the guy had actually not so clearly said macrame oven. The whole thing had caught fire before the peach cobbler and her frozen dinner had even had a chance to decobble. Or the time when she thought she'd gotten a deal on pina coladas. It turned out to be pina colonics, and believe me, no one in the bar that night liked getting caught in the rain resulting from that. Although those that did remark the rain had a refreshing coconut flavor. But the mattress seemed legit. It looked like memory foam. It felt like memory foam. It even sounded like memory foam. After Myra's first night on the mattress, she found she'd made a Myra-shaped indent in it, which accepted her perfectly the next time she lay down on it. She fell in love with the mattress because she'd never left such a good impression on any of the people in her life, except maybe her ex-husband, whose head was pushed in a little on one side. For a full day and a half, Myra was convinced this was the best purchase she'd ever made. But then the foam began to lose its memory. The indent she'd been so fond of slowly disappeared as she slept, and she was pushed right off the mattress. After that, she might as well have been sleeping on concrete for all the give that it had. If that was the worst that had happened, the mattress still would have ranked in Myra's top seven purchases of all time. But the mattress's memory proved to be so poor, it forgot it was a mattress and got up to start digging through Myra's refrigerator. She called the police, and when they showed up, they demanded to see the mattress's identification. It showed them the box it had been delivered in, and sure enough, there was Myra's address. That was proof for them the mattress wasn't trespassing. When Myra protested, the cops demanded to see the box that she was delivered in. Myra explained patiently that there was no box. She had thrown it out after 90 days because at that point her warranty was up and she couldn't have returned herself even if she wanted to. And oh man, there were times she wanted to. The cops were very sorry but had to ask her to leave. Fortunately, Myra wasn't homeless for very long, because the next thing the mattress forgot was that it wasn't the President of the United States. It left for Washington, and Myra snuck back in. The mattress showed so much confidence in the White House, everyone figured it must have been the President, and let it run the country. It did a great job, too. During the mattress administration, the country achieved both peace and prosperity at the same time. All the country had needed to get back on its feet was a good night's sleep. But one day, the mattress forgot that it had ever forgotten Myra, and showed up again at her door with her imprint marring its otherwise perfect foam flesh. The two immediately slept together once more, but in their rekindled joy, the mattress had forgotten to put on a rubber sheet. Nine months later, Myra gave birth to a pair of throw pillows. The scandal drove the mattress out of office, and America returned to being run by sexless humans who quickly fucked it up again. The throw pillows went on to make modest livings in the meatpacking industry. 
If this story threw your pillows, you can case it and other Encyclopedia Browns at the web location that is sinking the nation, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Barf victoriously in the comments for this post, or chumly mail me and we'll don our Tennessee tuxedos at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or look that up on Urban Dictionary and feel terrible about humanity in general, not to mention worrying about an ear infection at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we looked to our audience and said thanks for the memories, the SF and SF signal used to stand for savory feta, mostly as a reminder to everyone that part of this salad passed through goat nipples on the way to your mouth. Namely, the radishes. Now you know why nanny goats are so angry. It's not just because they have to watch your bratty children. Death be not proud, though some have called thee mighty and dreadful, for thou art not so. For thou dost not follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. So fuckest thou, death. Throw a dollar in the jelly jar, also known as the donate button on the homepage, and help keep this site up and running for future listeners. God Damn it, I forgot to take the jelly out again. Now I've got to eat this disgusting, tasty dollar. This podcast sucks noisily from a fleshy spigot of hazy-looking fluid that drained from an alien life form. Well, by the time the spigot was finished with it, I guess you'd have to call it an alien death form. And a plutonian cremation ceremony on the inner edge of the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharelike 4.0 International License. Until Dr. Manhattan flees this reality to avoid visiting his mother, Dr. Long Island, this will be the soapy, wet, hairy, white, fat body of Matthew Sanborn Smith, reminding you the root canal was just a thing invented by dentists so carrots wouldn't have to go around Tierra del Fuego. Good night.